another, this is with the breast of Zemmer for Shabbos, I love. position again in the middle when you go like this. Uh-huh. 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 U
עובדיה יוסף, זכר צדיק וקדוש לברכה, נבחיי העולם הבא, תראה את ה-9th יועצייד? ה-9th יועצייד. תהא נשמתו צבלה בצורה חיים, אל מי היא בימי ליץ יושר on all of us, בעזרת השם. להלביץ תורה, that the Torah should sink into us deeper and deeper and deeper, more and more and more. Two more announcements. One more, one more is, וברוכים הבאים. Two, אלי גולדשמט ומשפחה, who moved to the neighborhood this week. ברוך השם. Unbelievable. Big win. Big win. I, I'm less lonely up there in the Dulchanin. The, the Dulchanin. Baruch Hashem. You get extra brachas in the kahal. That's wonderful. So, Baruch Hashem. It should be a Yishuv Tov, and we're, we're, we're lucky. We're lucky. Baruch Hashem. Second of all, and I'm going I'm to mention this a few more times, but this is very important. It's a, big, it's a very big Shabbos. This Shabbos is a lot going on. And one of the main things is that tonight, tonight the new the, the Minyan Temani begins tonight, downstairs. And um, I want us all to, at a certain point over Shabbos, that each person can go down and just give a big Bruchim Abayim and Shalom Aleichem to the, to the Temani Minyan, which will now be starting, Bezot Hashem, every Shabbos, Friday night and Shabbos morning. And I think that the Minyan's name, I think that Yuri sent it to me, I think it's called Yad Itamar, right, Yad Itamar. So, um, yeah, so if, you know, it's not such a big island, <laughs> it's... There are a lot of benches down there, but they're not, it's not such a big island, and I think it'd be wonderful if each of us can go down at a certain point, you know, with, a, with big heart, big love, and, I don't know, to me, it's one of the most ecstatic things about this, about this building, actually. You know, it's, it's a pele. It's a wonderful thing. So that's the Shabbos. So, they should have tons of atzlacha. We should have tons of atzlacha and, and weiter, and more and more. Okay, before we... You can open up, and we're going to finish Perek Zayn today, Be'ez HaShem, on Daf Ayn Aleph. We're on Daf Ayn Aleph in Yaakov Meir Shechter's Yom Machamadim. Daf Ayn Aleph. I want to take you to a, very, to a date that's um, inscribed in my brain and in my heart for many years, and that's November 23rd. November 23rd, 1993. Motzei Shabbos Kodesh, Parashat Um... November 23rd, yeah, November 23rd, Motzei Shabbos, 1993, Motzei Shabbos, Parashas Vayetze, the Karlebach Shul, New York. Okay, what's happening in the world right now? At then, November 23rd, 1993, I was living here in Eretz Yisrael then, I was a kid, obviously, and it was right after the, 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 the um, documents were signed on the White House lawn that brought a Chorban a Chorban and, and thousands of Shiva homes in Am Yisrael. Not that there weren't thousands of Shiva homes in Am Yisrael before then, but that just, it just took it to a level that Lo Ladas, if the Rebbe wasn't, you know, if the Rebbe was speaking back then, he was still alive, but he wasn't speaking then. If he was speaking back then, I believe that no way it would have happened, but <clears throat> there was a ray of hope by certain people that said, listen, of course, we don't, this is not the way we would have chosen to do things, to try to come peace with, with, with our neighbors here. So there was a ray of hope of saying, you know, maybe it could be, maybe it could be that there is something here. So I have a video of this Malava Malka, where Shlomo just came back from Eretz Yisrael. He was exhausted. Now he died, remember, he died 11 months later. This is November, Yehuda Katz was visiting the shul that Shabbos, he was right there with him. And in the middle of the Malka, he stopped and he said like this. He said something very important. He said, 
we see that Yosef Atzadik, when he's in jail, or when, before he was in jail, he saw that he had an opportunity to live a life, a very luxurious life, if he would only do one thing with Aishas Potiphar. It seemed that it was promised to him, like a whole geshaft, if he would just one time, right? So he said that Yosef Atzadik looked up to Shemaim, right before he was Bayanas, and he said, okay, Ribbon Shalem, I see, you're giving, you're giving me a way out of this Balagan, but can't you find another way? That's what he said. Can't you find another way? So Reb Shlomo said, listen, Ribbon Shalem, I know you didn't have like a little bit of hope that maybe something can be different finally after all these years, but, but can't you find another way? Now, some people say that's a, that's a pretty chutzpedek tayrela. It's true. It is. It's a very chutzpedek gisha. It's also a very hechrechi gisha. Maybe it could be that Ebishter sometimes is waiting for us, saying, listen, I'm giving to you. I'm giving you this way out, this way out, this way out. I'm going to do things good for you through this. Do I have to always makabal just the way it is if there's a, if there's a, if there's a bad stink there? So this Vatsadik is an easy example to say, this is a bad stink of getting out. Same thing with what happened. What is it? What is it already? It's crazy. It's a, almost 30 years ago. 29 years ago. Huh? So, as we're entering another week, is Hashem here in Eretz Yisrael, where Hashem is waiting for us to choose Melech HaMashiach instead of all these, instead of all the, uh, the uh, many so-called self-proclaimed Melech HaMashiachs, so we should be zolcha bezrat Hashem to just turn to Rebbe Nishleilam and say thank you for everything. Can't you find another way? Can't you find another way? And that is going to be exactly. This is exactly the achana for one of the most important stories that we've learned until now in this sefer by Rav Yaakov Meir Shachter. Everything we just said right now. One last thing. I hope he's listening or he will be listening on the plane last week. Towards, I changed my flight the last second. Instead of it was a crazy flight that they had me on going. I was going to leave Friday morning, 5 a.m. to Portugal, change planes in, in Portugal, and then arrive in Toronto at 2 p.m. Shabbos 5:45. Called the guy that morning, a dear friend of mine that morning. I said, "Listen, I, I didn't. <clears throat> when I, all the schedules were being done. I, I'm sorry. I've never. I said, aren't you nervous? Then? Like you're not going to have a Shabbos and." And I'm going to have a great story in spending Chabad, the Chabad of Portugal for Shabbos. Don't you, it's the best, like as much as it's for me, I want to make sure you're not nervous. Not really, I said, look, I I am. (laughs) I've never traveled that late before, ever. So, actually one time my brother was flying from New York to Washington early Friday morning. How long is that flight? An hour and a half. Something happened. I don't know what happened. They kept them. They kept the the people on the plane for hours. It's getting later and later, and it's winter Shabbos. Suddenly, he re- they realize, and they're not letting them off the plane either. So they realize it's like a few, like two years after nine eleven, right? So they realize that he's going to be in Surah Surah. So I met, and he was free, he was freaking out. Baruch Hashem, they did all the sidurim that when he when they landed. Someone was waiting for him. They took them right to a certain Rav's house. But hearing him, I did Kabbalah Shabbos. I was in L.A. For me, three hours earlier, I did Kabbalah Shabbos with him on the plane. 
before official Shabbos time in New York, it was, we, we're very, you know, everyone should be very sensitive. Chlal, obviously you know the halachas about this, about traveling on Friday. Lomum Lats, changed the flight, I got on the plane at midnight, <clears throat> flew last Thursday night, took the flight to, to, to Kennedy, and then switched the plane to Toronto in the morning. Happened to be, there were seven other cats on that flight, and the, right behind me, my brother and his family were on the same flight. So we all flew together for the first time in I don't even know how many years. So it was a very Hamish flight, and I thought I'd get a, a nice amount of shluf, but that, that, that didn't happen when basically you're flying home with the whole citadel. The, the Sukkot Citadel was on that flight, more or less, if you know what I mean. Anyone that came for Yushalayim, to Yushalayim for Sukkot, was on that flight heading home. <clears throat> and I met a Yid on the plane, a very holy Yid, who does some very amazing things here. Big stuff here in Eretz Yisrael. But he asked me, afterwards he says, how do I, how do I become a Shabbos Dekah Yid? I said, what do you mean, you don't keep Shabbos? You keep, of course you keep He's like, oh no, 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 I'm, I'm not Mechal Shabbos. How do I become a Shabbos Dekah Yid? So I want to I want to learn this right now. Thinking of him, thinking about all the yidden that really do a lot of good things, amazing things, but they want to become Shabbos yidden. They, they want Shabbos to penetrate their insides. So go to the left column on Daf Ein Aleph. Shamati Uvda. Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter says like this. I heard a story that happened. Shaya Yudi Kafri Echad, a village Yid. Yudi Kasher Veyere Hashem, holy Jew. Haparet Shelo. By the way, how do you say parrots in proper English? Yeah. But, but, no. That's proper English, sorry. How do you say, how do you say parrots in, in, in our, in our language? Manuval? I didn't, usually, usually it's a manuval, right? You know, usually. Stories that start with the parrots are not, not really stories like the landlord, uh, the evil landlord, okay? What's that? Yeah, yeah. parrots <laughs> This parrot's new. This yid is makpid kalakev hachamura. Takes yid makpid on everything. When another, when his fellow slum chavrusa came, so the local landlord told the guest landlord, his friend of the parrots, he said, listen, I got a yid by me, renter by me. So you can't shake this guy from nothing. He's so, this Jew that I have is really, really from. He does everything in accordance to what Hashem wants. Whatever will be, will be. No matter what. His friend that came to visit, this maneuver comes and says, Ken, Doesn't this sound familiar? In today's uh, pop culture? I know those Jews. They put on a great show. But when no one's looking, these Yidin are not what they seem. To how they portray themselves. <clears throat> and this guest parts that came told the local parts, I'm going to, hey, let me test this out. You'll see what I'm talking about in a second. Also, Yehudi Anaaya Ani Marud, this Yid, was completely, completely broke. 
והנה באוסו שבס קודש בבוקר, שבס מורנינג קאמס, כשהיהודי שהה בבייס הכנסס, הניח הפריץ המארח צרור כסף עבה בדרך שהיהודי עמד לעבור בה. והסתיר עצמו בקרבס מקום, ועמד לירוס, היעמדו דברי מרדכי, כי הוא יהודי. האם גם עכשיו ישמור היהודי את מצווה שבס, שנצטווה בהם, ולא ייגע בכספים? וכך יוכל להוכיח לרעו הפרניץ ארכו, כי דבריו נכוחים. What happened? He planted for him a big, water, thick water cash, right in the way that, the, derech, that he would be walking home. He knew this yid is walking home from shul, he'll gonna have to pass by a thick water cash, and he's gonna be like, of course, I'm gonna prove now to this parit's friend of mine, you think your yid is so holy. He said, I'm gonna hide, no one's gonna see that we're waiting on the side. I'm gonna hide on the side, and we're gonna see that this yid is gonna take the money. He'll figure out a way to take the money. You'll see. היהודי דנן, so this yid, this poor yid, leaves shul, יצא מבית הכנסת, וכשהבחין בצלול הכסף, נעמד לרגע, והזבון אל מו, ולאחר מכן המשיך בדרכו כלא היה. So he does notice, though, it's not the story of like, he was so Shabbos that he didn't even notice the water can. No, he's noticed the water can, he saw that, that bundle. Stops for a second, looks at it, מזבוינן, continues walking down the way. Okay. This is a very deep story. This is an, remember what I said before about can't you find another way? This is so deep. When the parrots saw that the Yid actually is keeping, keeping the mitzvahs, he jumps out of his hiding place, grabs the water cash, and he runs after this Yid. Wow, he grabs him and he says, Hechi, Sonny, you gave me so much life right now. This is his, his local landlord, not the guest landlord. He says, I have to give you such a gift right now. Why? We had a bet. A big, big money. Big money was put on this. Had you picked up that water cash, I would have lost all this money right now. And the truth is, if you... <laughs> it's amazing, he's so honest. He's like, and if you would have picked up that water cash and I would have lost that money, I would have beaten the daylights out of you. Basically, that's what he said to him. But, since I don't have to beat the daylights out of you and you pass the test, and I got this fair and square, this water cash, what a goyish cup, right? So I want to I thank you from the bottom of my heart that you didn't put me through any sign of having to beat you up because you understand how ridiculous the story is, but he's coming to him and he's saying to him, I just want to thank you so much. For, for the gift of not, of not beating you up. I shouldn't have like the craziness. Okay. Next comment. <clears throat> but, I have one question to ask you. What were you thinking about that moment when you stopped and didn't take the cash? What were you thinking about that moment when you stopped and didn't take the cash? 
As you stood there for one second, I almost had a heart attack. I almost had a heart attack. I would love to know. What were you thinking about at that moment? What was going on in your mind? That's what I want to know, the part it says. Amar la Yehudi. Look, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to bend the truth. I'll tell you exactly what's going on. Not for one second did I think of picking up that water cash. Not for a second. That's not what was going on in my mind. To pick up Muktza, God forbid. Ela. Now, I want to ask you guys, did any of you think of that for a second while we were reading the story? Because I did. Right? There is. Because we have halachas of actually how you can somehow, and he's going to say an example over here, covering the object, right? These are halachas that we have in Luchas Shabbos where it would make it permissible for that water cash to end up belonging to him. Right? Huh? I, I mean, there's no way for us to know what he, you know, what he should have or if the story even took place. I mean, no, no, it did. Because he started off by saying, Shamati Uvda. If Yaakov Sheikh doesn't say Uvda, that means this is a fact, this happened, okay? If you think about Shiva Saveda, I don't, I don't, you know what? Maybe. And that he would put it on the side to be Mashiva Veda after Shabbos. <laughs> I don't know. Word, word, on, word on the street in America is that Jews, actually only Jews have that kind of money, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So he says like this. So in the beginning, I started thinking about the heter. So interesting words. I started thinking about the heter of how to metal the what I what 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 is the words he says here? Now this is this, this is the dagger of this story. What does that mean, Shehikra Hashem Lefanai? A Jew lives in a consciousness that Hashem placed this before him. Not, I stumbled across this, that the Ribbona Shleilam placed this before me. Now he's looking at it as, okay, what do you want? What do you want? Because you placed it before me. Is it an Isaiah? I'm dead be poor, I have nothing. So is this an Isaiah to see... To just forget about it, or is it saying to see Hashem doesn't want us to suffer? He does things for us in ways where we sometimes have to not bend the rules, but get you know to be knowledgeable to know how to permissibly take this into our domain. Hikra Hashem lefanai. Hikra, what's that? There's another lashon. Hikra Hashem lefanai. Hikra Hashem lefanai. What's that lashon? But Hashem made it to be before me. What makes it to Megillah? It's in a Megillah somewhere. By Eliezer, what's the Lashon there? Hikra Lifnei Avdach, I think he says there. Meaning that, that, that it happened to be, this came about to be before me. Ach miyad, sorry, heyach letaltas ha-metzia shehikra Hashem lefanai, liskos ba mibli lavor al retzono. Ach miyad tafasti es atmi v'amarti. I grabbed myself right away. At that moment that I started thinking like, Okay, you place this before me, Hashem. 
אם ברצונך להניק לי מציע כשרה, if you want to give me a kosher מציע, האם רק בשבס אינך יכול לתת לי? על ידי פרצוס תחוקוס ואתרים שונים? But only, this is the only way, if Hashem, you want to give me something, you're gonna, this is the only way you can give it to me through having to like, do all these things that even if it's halachically permissible, it doesn't feel Shabbos dick. This is the only way? Remember what Rabbi Shlomo said, can't you find another way? This is the only way? So it's, a, it's a change in the machshav, it's a change in the ashkaf of how you understand. Maybe Hashem put this before you to look up and say, Thank you. Thank you. I'm not kofer, but tov chas v'shalom. But there's got to be another way. Okay? It must be that you can give it to me lechatchila in a kosher way. And he's explaining to the parrots, when I went through that in my mind, through that one second of stopping by the money, I then continued and continued walking. So the parrots enjoyed this answer very much. Must have touched his heart and his admiration for Jews that adhere to the Jewish to the law. And after Shabbos, he gave him, it's interesting, it went from the whole water cash that he's going to give him to a nice gesture, whatever that means, right? Interesting point on the side. <clears throat> so, the, so now Rabbi Yaakov Meshech says, listen, this story we just learned right now, it comes from the Kedusha of Shabbos, but we have to understand this on a Ashkafic level, on an Amuna level. And we'll see this in, 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 in every area in life where there's any Sayon. This is a very important Yisod. We don't know what's waiting for us on the other side of any Sayon. We think... It's only to get through the Nisayan. But we don't even know what's waiting for us on the other side of the Nisayan. We, we don't understand that. <clears throat> it's, not for us, it's not for us to speculate either. This Yidl, I wasn't thinking, someone may be looking at me, and they'll see that I didn't take this water cash, which may cause him to have a Jewish guilt moment, and then want to give me a water cash after she... You don't even... Bamufla memcha, what does Shlomo HaMelech says? Bamufla memcha, al tidrosh. These are things that are wonders from us, how it'll play out afterwards. But one thing's got to be clear to us, we don't know what stands on the other side of an Yisrael. We have no idea. <clears throat> but one thing we should know. When a person does reach a situation of a big Yisrael, so, the, the angels up there, the ones that are t- saying good in Am Yisrael, all the Berdichever angels, okay? They're standing up there, and they're screaming to Ayid, Amod betokef, stand with conviction, don't, don't move. Himanaminachet, Hashem At this moment, you can crown Hashem king upon you at this moment. The angels say, Tezake osano, and he say that merit us, give us the schus to help bring down tremendous shefa down to you and your world. Now, yesterday in the Reb Tzadok Shira, where the women were learning Reb Tzadok, now it's unbelievable. It's un, it's un, this is a different world. This is unbelievable. He, I saw yesterday someone came bini like this. Someone came to another. I think the the 
Probably the Imre Amos, actually, time-wise. Because they were around the same time. Someone, a Ger Chassid was involved in printing Reb Tzadok's Tairas. Now, Reb Tzadok has tons of Svarim, right? But they weren't all printed. They needed to be reprinted. Reb Tzadok passed away in 1900. <clears throat> so the Imre Amos was around then. And they came to the, I think it was the Imre Amos. They said, which Sefer of Reb Tzadok should we print? He said, there is no Seder here. All of them. Everything, every word he says has to be printed because he's a walking and say, he was Kola Torah Kula. So we're trying to learn the Ashkafa of a walking Kola Torah Kula. And one of the things we learned yesterday was that a Yid's Emunah is as such. When I get, or even before I find myself in a Nisayan, Emunah is the Ribbon Shleilam already mapped out a way for me to not just get out of here, but for me to elevate myself from this Nisayan. That's Emunah. That's Emunah. Emunah is when I'm coming before an Isayan. <clears throat> not that we were, we were, you know, we were quoting uh, the poet. There must, it's not only there must be some kind of a way out of here. There must be some kind of a way to lift this whole thing up too. That's Emunah. This, Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying, Shabbos does a lot of those things. Shabbos does a lot. There's a lot, there could be a lot, especially in Chutz Laretz. Especially in Chutz Laretz. But here too. <laughs> So therefore, this Amida Bifnei Anisyonos, you have to believe, your Yerakomer Shechter is saying, there are Malachi Mala. There are Malachim. And they're saying, hold on tight. Because by crowning Hashem King at this moment, you don't even understand the Shefa that can come down upon you. And we have to remember that before the Nisayan. We also say, right? But it's probably going to happen, there'll be Nisyonos like this. So the next story here is another story pretty similar to this. I want to jump to, uh, to the next, to this, the end over here, because I want to finish the parak. Turn the page to Ayn Dalid on the bottom. Rav Yaakov Meir is saying another beautiful thing about those that go through the Nisayan. Okay? And we're end with this. Zechurani, you see the bottom of Ayn Dalid? By the way, if we need more Svarim, we can make another run. These guys in the bracelet, they think I'm crazy. You have to come with me one time. Israel comes with me sometimes. They think I'm nuts because we ordered the, the bulk of Israel. It's, it's the funniest thing. Zechorani shelifne kama shanim nizdamanti b'shabes ben ashmashas b'shtiblach shebeshchunas beis Israel. V'nikshu elai shnei ne'arim me'ashovevim shesham. Okay? Well, in today you call, you know what the term is in Hebrew for these kind of chavre? Shababnikim, yeah. Shababnikim. So two Shababnikim, two menaces, come up to me. Shaluti im kvarigia tzesa kochavim or korav le tzesa kochavim. So it was, he must have gotten there around Shalashir this time. And, and Rabbi Yaakov Meir is saying, is two guys came up to him. They probably had no idea who he was. He just looked like everyone else. They didn't know they were talking to Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. And they said, you know, did three stars come out yet or not? Veloyadati ma'im rotsimim any. I don't know what they're asking me, right? He's like, probably he's an Amshnover. Meaning, Three stars? What, on Sunday or on Monday? What are you asking me about Shemotzei Shabbat? Three stars, right? Huh? Ah, <laughs> But they told me with Simcha, Shekol HaShabbat lo yishno sigaria. And I know you didn't read ahead. They told me all Shabbos we didn't touch a smoke. We didn't smoke. We didn't have a cigarette. So, 
you think everyone that looks from is holding? Not exactly. And they said they had chavra that in a certain shul in that area, they did a little kirubanas, they lit the, the fire of Shabbos instead of the light of a, of a cigarette, and they kept Shabbos. And they were so proud to say, Now, would you come to your Rav that you're trying to look for covered, or trying to show your holding, and say, you'll be so proud of me, Rabbi. I didn't smoke this whole Shabbos when you know you're not supposed to be smoking at all. But there was such tamimus in this moment. Such tamimus. They were so happy to say, we stayed, we kept it, we didn't smoke all Shabbos. Exactly. And they weren't embarrassed about it at all. But as an Isayon, they got through it. You know the famous story about the Sion that Ramosha Feinstein did, right? What was it? One blot or one daf? One, one Ahmed? Ahmed, right? Ba'asher Husham. Ba'asher Husham. That's, you know, there's a lot of chevra. Like, I, I meant, it's like, a, there's a lot of chevra. I know they, that, that they have such kina when they see a Sion. The kina sulfrim, but it, it causes them sometimes to feel so, because it's just not where they're at. And we have to mechazek, even the, you know, even those, even this stuff. It's a big zechia. I didn't smoke all Shabbos. I smoke all the time, right, this year. This is my thing. I didn't smoke all Shabbos. It's huge. I know smokers, mamish, when they, at Shabbos, it, it could, it could mamish become, even with all the patches and the gum and all this stuff, then they could, they go there. Okay. When I remember this story, when I think of the story and I have these faces in front of me, I had nothing to do with them. They were just so happy to share this with me. It's clear to me what shines to me, what shines to me, is that Nishmas Yisrael, whoever they are, they truly are burning to the Ribbonishlam. In their Pneumias, we're all burning to the Ribbonishlam. So the way that they were told about Shabbos drove them to. Think about, oh, it stinks that I can't smoke on Shabbos, or that I shouldn't smoke. That, that's, their, you know, that's their Kabbalah Shabbos, right? But when sometimes you can get into that heart of one person and bring them in, look how happy they become when they are themselves and who they really want to be. Look how happy Yidin are when they actually are the way they truly want to be. Someone gave them a keshe to becoming who they truly want to be. Look how happy they are. Look how happy they are. Yaakov is saying, I'm, I'm thinking of them, and I just remember that smile. What are they so smiling about so much? They got so happy. Huh? They have that, and they were able to, to, to bring it to the table and do it. He says, that's, that's what's really happening inside of them. Lachen. And this, this, you know, it's amazing. With this sefer, we're forgetting that Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is a Breslover. Because he's the, he's the only one in Breslov that he doesn't quote Rabbi Nachman. Every, actually, he's like one of the only ones. He's quoting the Chofetz Chaim, the Chassan Sofer. He's quoting everyone. He's not one of the ones that, that says Rabbeinu every sentence. But 
He is Rabbeinu every sentence. It's just in his own way, right? So he ends up by saying like this. Therefore, there is a theme throughout the teachings of Rabbi Nachman, and that's called Hishtokekut. That, how do you say that in English? Longing. Cleaving. One needs to long, to want, so badly, without an end. When Mashiach comes, we'll be zochet to take everything from potential into actuality. When you're zochet to do that before Mashiach comes, that's Me'en Olam Abba. What is Me'en Olam Abba today? Shabbos is Me'en Olam Abba. Taking potential into actuality. Living in that state. That's Shabbos. Rabbi Nachman says, that flame of the Yiddish heart knows no end. All we're trying to do is to take, to find, figure out a way to light that p'til. <clears throat> Shirat David mission statement, basically in those two, three lines. All we're trying to do is that someone that walks into here, not just on Shabbos, any day of the week, is figuring out how to take that hishtokikus that's there and turn it on and light that match in a holy way. Like you see in Likutei Maran, so when I'm thinking about that Jew that asked me, how do I become a Shabbos Dekayid? <clears throat> How do I become a Shabbos Dekayid? So I want him to know there's a bunch of Yidin sitting in Efrat right now. He's sitting somewhere in the East Coast. And we're simply davening that he'll come join us. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we're simply davening, or, and until he comes and join us, that that Chibur, you know, Benesha, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. How many Yidin walked into Rebbe? And it was just, it was that. You know, it was exactly, it was just, it wasn't even an Indian. That thing inside that was longing to figure out how to long for something found its match, literally, and boom, it's right there. We should be zochet to be that arevut for other Jewish people, for all Jewish people. Light each other's matches, Bezrat Hashem, and keep the fire burning, especially now in Cheshman, when all the Tishrei stuff is kivyochol, not happening anymore, to take it up a notch, Bezrat Hashem. Good Shabbos, everyone.